0: the podcast guiding you to adulting better. My name is Abby, and welcome back to a two-part series ah, about networking for your career and professionally. And I am joined again by the lovely Tyson. Hi, Tyson.
1: Yeah, hello.
0: Yay. And uh, if you've been listening to the trilogy of Abby and Tyson speaking, first the tire changing, then the first part of networking, and now this one, um, our quality has increased exponentially.
1: At so, least in our minds.
0: At least in, well, no, not... Definitely proven. The first one, not so great. Next one, a little better. This one, perfect. I hope. I haven't listened to it yet. We, we haven't done it yet. Because we're currently reporting, recording <laughs> it right now. It's like that scene in Spaceballs. When's now? It's right now. Oh, uh, right now. Right now. But when's then? Later. Anyway. Okay, so this time we are talking about the actual act of socially interacting professionally. Right. Right. Yes. So it, this is a little bit different than just you know interacting with your friends and people you know because obviously the idea of networking is to meet strangers and to meet people that are either within your field or might be in your field or just someone you want to make a connection with. So obviously they will be someone you probably don't know or someone your a contact you know is introducing you to. Right. Yes. So either way, you need to make a good impression. I think the the first thing I'll say is. You know, again, I think I said it in the last podcast, but, you know, dress nicely. So make sure you're <laughs> dressed to impress.
1: Right. Yeah. So there are a few different things that are important when looking to go out and network and you're really networking yourself. Right. So whether you're going to an event or just going out to a bar or you're meeting up with a contact who you have who's introducing you to someone else, um, primarily, yeah, you, you want to make certain that you have dressed nicely. Yes. But comfortably. Well, Make yeah, certain you're wearing something comfortable. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so make certain that you're wearing something comfortable that you can be confident in.
0: Yeah, don't don't make yourself wildly uncomfortable. It's um, a very good friend of mine refers to hers as her confidence pants. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, put on your confidence pants. Something that you're going to feel good in, but you also, you know, say I feel good in a hoodie, but, you know, that's not always what you want. So right. Something right. nice, something like a nice shirt, obviously, puts something together that you like. The... Old adage, dress for the job you want. It's a real thing. Yeah. So yeah. if you want a job professionally, you should probably look like at least casually you're a professional.
1: Right. So, and that's all going to depend on the event that you're going to Correct. or where you're going. So if you're going to an actual business networking meeting, yes. uh, there's like business BNI, which is Business Networking International, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, and then there are different youth groups that meet up. Uh, if you're a member of the the Elks or the Moose Lodge or any yeah. of the others that we talked about. Um, they will all have different styles. So if you're going to a sports game yes. with an event, you're obvi- with a group, you're you're definitely not going to wear a suit right. to a sporting event.
0: Yeah, you're going to look like a dweeb. Don't do that.
1: Right. Uh, so you'll wear something decent looking, but clearly more relaxed. However, if you're going to an actual networking function, a suit is not out of line. No. But a comfortable suit, you know, one that you feel comfortable in. Uh, and I like to wear my, my my baller shoes, my awesome shoes. Those they are baller shoes. Yes. I like them. Yes.
0: Um, yeah, and definitely, and I know this is, this is true for especially if you're first getting into it, make sure you've washed and or ironed the things that you're wearing. I've definitely sat through some presentations of people who bought really nice shirts, and you can still see the fold lines, <laughs> especially guys, because guys, yeah. is, your, your shirts are always folded up into that little plastic bag. Yes. With the little pins and stuff in it. The that that needs a that needs a washer a really good iron. Right. Because those right. don't fall out just by being on a hanger. I've tried that trick. It
1: doesn't Yeah. Matter. Unfortunately you need to prepare for that.
0: Yeah. It's usually I just say have a have a good shirt like on standby. Mm-hmm. Like if it's like, hey we're doing that, you can just run home, throw out a quick shirt. Awesome. Okay. Yep. So dress nice.
1: All right, so you That's, dress nicely. We dress nice, Great. we dress
0: nice. Okay. Now this I'm not gonna not gonna belabor this <laughs> point, but the next point is gonna be if you're at an event and there are adult spirits, don't get trashed.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, preferably not. Yeah,
0: that, and that goes for work parties too. I probably could do an entire podcast on "Hey, don't get drunk at work corporate functions" mm-hmm. because you don't want to be that person. That hey, what happened at the Christmas party last year? Oh, Abby got really trashed and trashed and jumped up on the printer and you know did the macarena for everybody. You you don't want to be that person, right? So so, so. don't get trashed. <laughs> and moving on.
1: Yeah. So I feel that before we get to the event, there are preparation things to yes. cover. So you've already. Covered the dressing nicely. Dress to impress, feel comfortable and confident. Um, Things to work on in addition to that is making certain you have your business cards. Yes. And you're going to want to have more cards than you think you'll need. Yes. And preferably put them in a case. As nerdy as it may seem or you make fun of me for having it. But I get
0: it now. Now that I have the cards, I get it because you don't want the edges of them to be boxed around. Like all of them terrible because you're going to hand someone this business card that you've been keeping in your back pocket for Four years. Thank God someone's going to take it from me.
1: Exactly. Oh, so this guy? Yeah, I went on Amazon. I found a two-pack of business card holders. They hold like 20 cards. Mm-hmm. The two-pack was maybe $3. Yep. And they're metal. They're lightweight. You can throw it in a pocket, throw it in a bag, whatever you need. If you're crafty, you
0: can make your own. Just You it's, could. It's easy. Just you something could. that's going to keep it in your pocket, not right. noticeable, keep them from <clears> getting damaged. Exactly.
1: Perfect. So you have your business card. You're prepared. The next thing is having a goal.
0: Goal, okay. So
1: that's a way of, you know, especially if you're not comfortable talking to people or you're new to networking. Yes. You set out a goal of, I'm going to, we'll say, get one job lead or meet three new professionals Mm -hmm. in my field or even reconnect with people I've known in the past. Yes. Um, So you have to have a goal that way it pushes you to actually try. Yes. Um, A lot of the times at networking events, I just see people hang out in the corner and they wait for someone to come to them, and then they're still really uncomfortable yeah. once they're, you know, getting yes. to talk to. Um, so, yeah, with a goal, you're going to be more likely to reach out. Yes. Because you have to remember, you're there spending your time for a reason. You might as well make use of it. Oh,
0: yeah. And definitely, I think uh, this would be a fun thing to break down at a later point for us, but uh, <laughs> how much your time is worth.
1: Oh, yeah. Because
0: because your your time is worth, your time is money. So don't stand there just nursing a, a Long Island iced tea in the corner, hoping someone's going to come find you. Be like, hey, excuse what? me, I saw you lurking in the corner drinking this drink. Would you like a six-figure job? <gasps> yes, <laughs> yes, I would. Thank you. Right. In in yeah. the corporate world, and, and well, not even just corporate, but in most professions, being straightforward or almost just being a little bit pushy, mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. Because that's what you're supposed to do with these events. you just kind of horn yourself into a situation like, hello.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, Hi. How's
0: it going?
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, you can, you can always drink on your own time. Correct. You can sit in a corner and be by yourself on your own time. Right. If you're at an event, that is no longer your own time. It's your future's time. Use it wisely.
0: Future Um, you, very important.
1: Right. So if you're at your event, we're looking to speak with people. We're looking to hit our goals. Yes. So the key things that we need to have are, you know. For one, being able to introduce yourself. Well the
0: elevator enough. pitch, as mentioned in the last podcast.
1: Right. So you need to have an effective introduction. Yes. And that boils down to being able to state your first and last name and listen to the other person's first and last name. And then the challenging part
0: remembering that?
1: Remembering <laughs> it. So the best way to remember it is to use their name. At least twice yes. while you're still speaking to them. Yes. And you don't have to use first and last. Use whatever they're comfortable with, yes. but try to use at least one twice. I do
0: that with the handshake, where it's, hi, my name's Abby. Oh, hey, my name's Trevor. And you shake their hand, you're like, nice to meet you, Trevor. Right. If you say it, it helps. Right. Do the house bunny thing, where you say it in a real demonic voice. Trevor. Oh, I can't do it the Trevor. Language. There you go. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, yes. And yeah. we're going to come ha- back to handshakes for a second, but you finish your thing.
1: That's okay. Yeah. Um... So yeah, you want to have solid eye contact, be smiling, get your first and last name out there. We'll do your firm but brief handshake. You're going to listen for someone else's name and actually repeat it back to them as you're communicating with
0: them. Literally think of nothing else. Right. You should not be thinking about, man, I can't wait to be going away because this is, this is my big problem with meeting people. Your brain just starts to space and <laughs> someone's shaking your hand and you're just going through the motions of shaking their hand going, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And then you're like, oh, crap. Right. I don't know what the girl's name is. So yeah, you need to be there, be as present as humanly possible. Now, this right. is, I think, the biggest difficulty. This is is for people who are, I mean, tagging themselves as introverts, mm-hmm. because, and I think that this has been exacerbated in the last recent years. I guess of, well, I'm introvert. I couldn't possibly do this. Right. I couldn't possibly do this. You can, you just need to be able to gear yourself up for it. Right. You go out, you spend all the energy and you go home and you take a bath. Like that's, that's the (laughs) the introvert way. You need to get yourself there. Take your me time ahead of time. Right. Um, now, okay. So I did this, uh, based on one of your suggestions before a big speech I had to give for work on a, what's now kind of a debunked, uh, paper, but power stances. Right. I did this. And I did get caught in the bathroom by another another employee doing these power stances, and I felt like a moron. But I got all the way through the presentation because I was too busy being embarrassed about being caught doing power stances. Right. So power stances, I'll put a link in the show notes about those. But it's basically doing, you know, Wonder Woman or putting your arms straight out because it makes you feel powerful. Right. I mean, there's no really other way to do it. There's, there's a couple different ones. And it works for me. If it's a pseudoscience, it's a pseudoscience. But if it works for you, man, mm-hmm. do your thing. So just... It's about gearing yourself up, and that would be the practicing your, you know, how do you say your name,
1: you know. Right, getting yourself comfortable and in who you are.
0: Hello, my name (laughs) is Abby, and I have a podcast, please. Just please hire me. Like, you (laughs) know, just be comfortable. Like, just, it's, it will be the hardest thing you have to do if it's, you know, but if you get through it, the next couple of times will be better.
1: Right, and after you've done it a few thousand times, it gets a lot easier.
0: And, uh, again, when these people, like, especially if you're at a networking event, if you start tripping all over yourself and you're just in your head going, oh my God, this is literally the worst day of my life. Mm-hmm. This is terrible. They're going to go home and laugh at me. They aren't. Right. They may remember like for a couple of hours and be like, oh, do you remember that you know girl that came up to me and couldn't remember her first name? And that was kind of funny. But then they carry on. Right. But if you make an impression, a good impression, then, you know, you're...
1: But I think that's that's the more likely situation. If you are very difficult to get your words out or you're having a hard time. You're
0: soft-spoken and quiet. They're not
1: going to remember you and make fun of you or think badly about you later. They're honestly not going to remember you. If it's been a busy event... They will have more memorable things to focus on, and they just won't remember you.
0: As someone who worries about what people think about me a lot, that is a comforting thought that helps me sleep at <laughs> night. Knowing right. that if I walked up, I mean, unless you do something completely insane, like mm-hmm. drip over your heels and fall into the entire drink cart and spill, I don't know, cheesecake all over your face. I mean, they might remember that. It seems like a memorable thing.
1: I'm pretty certain if you get up and own it, though.
0: But if you own it and you're just like, ta-da, this is the kind of awesomeness I can bring your company, Double Finger Guns. Yep. I I should not be allowed to go to networking events.
1: No, probably not. But (laughs) But anyway, yes. That's that's a good way to make a good impression.
0: Yes. So if you you just (laughs) roll with what you're doing, just go speak confidently, I think is the general thesis of what we've been going on right now. Right. Yes.
1: So there are some other key objects. Go for it. Okay. So when you've introduced yourself.
0: Okay. I'm You've
1: got their name. Yep. You have focused and remembered their name. Yes. So Trevor. you're going to use it. Yes. Hey, Trevor. So the next part is, ideally, you want to listen first. Yes. So let them introduce themselves first. Mm-hmm. And if they're not interested in doing that, or it looks like they're not going to, and the conversation hits a lull, be ready with some questions, some actually probing questions. What do you do? Mm-hmm. How did you get yourself into this job? You know, ask questions that are not simple yes-nos ask them probing and open-ended questions. And that way they can speak first. If you listen to them first, mm-hmm. you can hear more about what they do, which can help you tailor your responses and how you introduce yourself afterwards. Yes. Um, but it's also going to get them interested. And, in, you know, they'll, they'll pretty much figure out that you're actually interested in them and you're yes. not just focused on bettering yourself. Yes. Uh, additionally, If people are not speaking first, they're more likely to be thinking about how they can respond, which is exactly what I just said you're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. So you're focusing on what they say, but you're also kind of working on how to tailor your response. Mm -hmm. But by the time they're done speaking, you can now introduce yourself and who you are with two to three sentences. Mm -hmm. Use your elevator pitch, but make it clear and concise don't use any jargon words don't do anything that's crazy because no one wants to talk to you if they don't understand what you've said correct so that's that's the idea of you can tailor on the fly your response and your introduction to them based on what they've said to you yes yes so,
0: so and 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 that's one of those especially with trying to get them to answer questions about themselves <laughs> a that's going to help you know what you're supposed to be saying to them If they start telling you about their business and you're like, okay, this has nothing to do with me, or this is everything I've ever wanted in a job, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to work for this person's company, you know, an attack mode, you have an, an avenue where it's like, okay, well I now need to be selling myself Mm -hmm. or you downshift into, I would like to make this connection, but I do not need to be hurling myself at this person.
1: Right. Right.
0: And also if you get them talking, it's a lot better because, well, I don't remember if you said this in the last podcast or not, but people genuinely just want to talk about themselves. Right. They just, like, if you start asking them about themselves, they open right up. Mm -hmm. So especially if you're talking to professionals and not just a networking event. Right. If you're speaking to someone who's been in the job for a long time, somewhere in the upwards ages of, like, 30s or 40s, they're just there to meet people, maybe get resumes, something of that nature. They're willing to talk about themselves because they're sick of talking to all the <laughs> college kids who've come out. So, oh, sure, they'll tell you all about it. And if, well, if you don't stop them, they'll stop telling you about their kids. and.
1: Their... Yeah, you can get buried for a few yeah. hours. Yeah. But
0: that's great because if you stand there and you talk and you remember some of that stuff, mm-hmm. that's very endearing to them. Because
1: right. most and
0: business places are very family oriented. Yeah. as a, And by family, I mean they want to like you. You spend a lot of time with them. They're not going to hire some weirdo who doesn't know them or hates their son's pine tar. I don't remember what it's called. the Pinewood Derby. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Started saying it, realized it fumbled. That's okay. Anyway, Um, yes.
1: So yeah, the way that I usually approach it, because I have my business. Yes. And then I'm always looking for opportunities that may be new full-time job opportunities. Correct. So if I'm going out somewhere networking, I like to hear what the person I'm speaking to or speaking with, I like to hear what they do. Yes. That way I can know in my response, am I going to be offering them my services from my business side? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to introduce them to what I do in my, my nine to five job? Yes. If if they may have a position that's intriguing to me that I might want to to switch to for my mm-hmm. full-time spot... Well, I'm clearly going to leave out the fact that I have a business, unless yeah. that's important. Mm-hmm. But if they're not in a position where they can offer me a job, well, then why don't I offer them a job? Or why don't I offer them my services? Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And if you're someone that's like, you know, fresh face out of college and you don't really have a lot of work experience or mm-hmm. something like that, and it doesn't matter. If, if all your work experience is, for the last six years while you were in college, you worked at Burger King, yeah. lead with it. Talk about it. They've been there. They've been in the trenches. They've done it before. Right. Just talk about it. Be like, well, I was I was buried in school work, so I can only really work 14 hours a week at Burger King. I don't know. And, you know, I also did these extracurricular activities. Right. A, they're going to get excited about those because if you're in a lot of things, they're happy about those things. And if not, you can talk about your classes. As someone who <laughs> works with engineers, yeah. they all talk about their classes. Hey, <laughs> Did you take statics? Yes, I did. What book did you use? Bunch of nerds.
1: Yeah. So. But now those yeah. are typically interview topics. And well, I know, but
0: I, they kind of, they and start. And once
1: you're on the job, yeah.
0: But then you get there where you're just like, hey, I, you know, I went to, I went to college and I was on the intramural team in my right. whatever. Like if you have nothing to say to the person that you're standing across from, <laughs> you don't want to just be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm out. Like yeah. time out. See you later.
1: Well, then in- The way I look at it. Okay. We're back on the the time is money. The time is your future. Right. If you're talking to someone and you know that you're not going to have a connection with them with what they're saying, that doesn't mean that they can't be beneficial to you through another network. Right. So that's where you still want to give them your two to three sentence pitch. Okay. Don't go off the rails. Don't try to talk to them about something random. Stick to simple. Stick to something Con confined to where you need to be.
0: I end up in fifteen minute conversations, so know, you're much better at this can, than I am. So you. Can thank you can still
1: build your repertoire. You can or your rapport. You can you know have a connection with them because they may end up remembering you better to reach out later. But that doesn't mean you need to go and dedicate fifteen twenty minutes to a person who oh, God, will no. not don't, help you.
0: Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but okay, this leads yeah. me to the question that I genuinely. I don't have an answer for and I hope you do, as I'm now just asking it for you. How do you get out of it? How do you stop it?
1: Uh, because if you're talking yeah. to me,
0: you walk up to Abby, and she starts talking to you about some podcast that she runs, and you mm-hmm. want nothing to do with it. And now she's talking to you about all the intramural sports she did in college, and right. you can't escape. How do you escape her? How do you bow out without being a complete and awful dick person?
1: Well, that is always the final option. Right. So you would... Prefer to avoid that one, obviously. Yeah. So if you've already traded business cards, if you're going to get to that point, you've had a decent conversation and you've attempted to shift the subject back to something reasonable. Or
0: even if you're not, even if this is still a a good conversation. Right. You've been talking for a while and you realize we're edging on talking for too much. Right. I should be the one to cut this. Yeah. And or they're glazing over. Right. How do, you, how do you walk it out? How do you walk away from that situation comfortably?
1: Right. So what I will typically do is if there are other people near me who I have not yet spoken with, yes, or better yet, if there's an old connection, if I've spoken to someone in a past event or I've known mm-hmm. someone in the past, it's perfectly okay to try and excuse yourself. Yes. You know, thank you very much for your time. It's been a great opportunity and a, a, a joy to meet you and speak with you. Yes. And I'd like to follow up in the future. And hopefully you have their contact information. Yes. Um, and then you'll say, you know, if you'll excuse me, though, I would like to go re- connect with with an older friend or yes. there's some other people that I'd like to There's some to mini shrimp
0: with. over there on that table that I'd love to talk to.
1: You can always do food. I'm going to go grab myself a drink. I'm going to get a bite to yep. eat. I'm feeling famished or I've got dry mouth. Something along those lines. If they follow you along, you know, hey, they're going to follow along and you may just have to bring someone in. Yeah. So if you're chatting with someone else, you're deep in the conversation, you could go as far as to pull someone who's walking by into the conversation and say, hey, my name is, and introduce yourself and start the whole thing. And the other person will either join in and, hey, now you've got a three-person communication or they're going to go on about their own thing. Yeah, It's all about having a little bit of tact while trying to find your way out. Yes. And they're all going to be a little bit different.
0: And it... (laughs) And again it's going to seem it's going to seem kind of fake. Oh yeah. Especially when you start a little bit in the middle <laughs> like you'll start kind of breaking it down a little bit. Yeah. But then the ending, this to stick the landing, it's going to go back to the being fake thing. Well, oh, hey, it was great meeting you. It might not have been great, but it's just like, hey, it was great meeting you. I'm glad I talked to you. Thank you so much for your business card. I will follow up about X, Y, or Z part of the conversation. Thank yep. you so much. Try to do it, like maybe do another handshake or just kind of something, yeah. but say their name again. Yes, just remember their yes. ma- their name. Like, hey, thank you, Trevor, so much for for talking to me. It was really great talking to you. I'm gonna go hit the cheese buffet.
1: So yeah, that's that's a good way to get yourself out of there. And the ending of the conversation is absolutely important. Yes, um, you don't have to go as in depth as you're leaving a loved one of you know 15 years and you need to goodbye with hugs and hugs kisses. And and, all oh my God! That. But a nice, comfortable handshake. Thank you for your time. You know, I know you have a lot of people to talk to and you are, you know, of interest to many. So I've occupied enough of your time. Something like that. The best thing to do once you've finished a few conversations or even after every single one, if you have bad memory, is to go to the corner and... Take out your trusty pen that you've carried in your pocket. Yes, and write the notes or anything that you want on the back of that person's business card. Absolutely, that's how you remember the fine details or any follow up that you want to do. Um, that's the way that you can organize your conversations, and then be able to when you go to follow up later, you can understand where you kind of left your conversation off and and jog your memory yes. real quickly. So, taking your notes after your conversations is yes. a must do yes nothing nothing worse than coming home with 15 business cards in your pocket (laughs) with people you've just met yeah and all of them were gray-haired guys
0: oh god yes
1: and so you're trying to remember which gray-haired guy in the blue suit you spoke to that works in the
0: it field yeah with that up-and-coming thing that's really important right what was it Oh no.
1: And you gotta be able to pull his name out by either the company name on his business card yep. or his name. And good freaking luck if you didn't write it. Oh
0: yeah. And that's and that's something I'll do. Like I'll be in the middle of the conversation going, Of course I'm gonna remember this. Mm-hmm. He's gonna tell me that awesome story and then you're gonna not be able to remember them because you met so many people. Right. Even if you meet only three people, sometimes you start getting confused and it's yeah. just it's you're you're amped up. Yeah. Like I know that I just I run on adrenaline when stuff like that happens because mm-hmm. I'm I'm nervous I'm 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 scared and it's just one <laughs> of those you know yeah. talking to them and just trying really hard and using every piece of energy that I have to seem as normal as possible. Yeah. And then you walk away going and your your whole body decompresses and you're like, well, once that happens, all the names just shot out of my head. So yep. it's write names down, write any identifying information that's important right. on anything. Don't write on your hands.
1: Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Well, that's what the business card is I know, for. but
0: but don't. It seems <laughs> yeah. like a fun, quirky thing. Like, oh yeah, I wrote this all on my hands. Yeah. Don't do it. Just don't.
1: Yeah. We should probably go back a little bit. Since okay. we are talking about business cards. Okay. So one of the important things that you need to keep in mind with regard to exchanging business cards. Okay. A lot of cultures are, they have different rules. Um, but business cards for many cultures are actually a A piece of honor you you need to you know give them the the praise and the merit that they're due they they deserve attention people have spent time to develop their business card and they spent time to get to where they are okay so if someone hands you their business card you hand yours to them but you need to make certain that you're reading their name Okay. And you're looking for their position. You're okay. looking for their company that's going to build everything, but actually give the business card a good, a good, you know, check over. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was really worried about where you were going with that. <laughs> I'm not saying you know praise the. This holy is the most
0: amazing card. business card I've ever seen. No, okay, and you yes.
1: don't even you don't have to compliment them on them. Don't say anything weird about it. That's what
0: it. I thought you were doing. But okay. it's much like Thank if you. you're
1: if you're in a meeting with Japanese businessmen. Yes. You do not put that business card away. Okay. If you're at a table communicating with, you know, if you're having dinner with these Mm -hmm. businessmen, that business card stays out in front of you so that they know you know who you're speaking with. Yes. And they will do the same for you. Yes. And any time that I'm dealing with vendors or anyone in a conference situation, if they've handed me a business card, just keeping it in front of you helps you remember who they are. Yeah. So you can go, hey, you know, Ned, thank you this is my question, instead of, ah, shit, what was his name? Yes. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And 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 again, I'll, I'll speak on personal experience here. Um, if you're you're keeping a business card in your hand, mm-hmm. be mindful of your hands. Yeah. I am a terror. <laughs> if you're standing there talking to somebody and you're just ripping their card into shreds, yeah. I feel like that's going to put off a bad sign. Yeah,
1: don't bend or twist or okay. flip and fold.
0: And Okay, so I think... Yeah. That's all. That's all. Really great mm-hmm. starter information. Yes. So I mean, my you know bullet points here. Practice your elevator speech and, and pitching yourself. Make sure you're you know, you're speaking your name and your job title and your goals very confidently. Right. Because it is, and you you mentioned it because I started going a little bit off book a little bit, but uh, that it is. It's like an interview. You're doing like a really crash course interview, mm-hmm. and that's why. I often get into the, well, I'm going to start telling you things about my life. You know, right. I'm the person people are trying to avoid. But <laughs> but yeah, you want to make sure that you are presenting yourself comfortably. Right. You're shaking your hand. Okay, I will say this quickly or I will rant about it for four and a half hours. Shake hands like a normal person. Like Don't <laughs> limp hand. Don't try to do any sort of weird Donald Trump hand power play moves. Right. Reach your hand out. Confident handshake. You don't have right. to crush their hands. Just, just a nice firm squeeze. Hey, how's it going? Firm and, and brief. It. Yeah. That's it. Doesn't need to be my hands on top, my hands on bottom. I'm pulling the hand back. Or that right. weird sock thing that some people do where they... Like a, the princess thing where they... Yeah. Like, I'm going to barely give you my hand and... Uh, it's just my my hand is limp and dead. Right. Don't do that. Yeah. Stop doing that. <laughs> if you do that to me, I get mad. And I might go into my four-hour lecture about handshaking. Right. So you'll... You'll find some people that are old school like that in mm-hmm. which if you shake hands wrong, you're, you're already blown it.
1: Well, and there's a lot of people that have that mindset. Yeah. If you are weak-wristed or too strong of wrist, you know. and I've and had you, my
0: hand crushed. Yeah, it was not you, okay. If you
1: death grip or, you know, are a, a puddle of pudding. Yeah. They've already judged you. Yes. Before you've started, they've judged you. Exactly.
0: They're not even listening to your name. They're just like, why is this person shaking my hand like they've never done this before? Right. So there's that. Yeah. My second point is sirs and ma'ams Mm -hmm. go a long way. Oh, yeah. I, I, especially with the older older generations, they think this entire millennial generation were just a bunch of selfie-taking stooges. But if the moment sir or ma'am comes out of your mouth, suddenly like, oh, I found the diamond in the rough. <laughs> who is this person I must listen to? Right, people? right. I mean, be yeah. a little bit careful with people who are probably on the in the lower 30s range. Like if they look a little bit younger, you throw a sir at them and they start getting a little bit, whoa, whoa, sir's my dad. Yeah. So,
1: you can always try one.
0: I, I know. I just always yeah. find it I always find it weird when people do that to me where I'm, yeah. I'm trying to be like, oh, hello, especially ma'am. Ma'am is the biggest one. Yeah. You say ma'am to some woman and suddenly she thinks that you're calling her 45 when she's in fact only 39. Like it, It's a whole <laughs> thing with some women about being called ma'am. But yeah. sir is definitely.
1: Sir is a good one. Sir goes a long way. Yeah,
0: Ma'am, ma'am kind of whatever. She can kind of do that. Yeah. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so, so politeness, thank yous, all those, the pleases.
1: Yes. Remember those. Use the, your manners yes. and have a good conversation.
0: P's and Q's. Yeah. Yes. It's easy to forget those things when you're just... All yeah. amped up on your adrenaline. You just make sure you're saying thank you. Yeah,
1: be mindful of your sweaty palm. It's going to happen.
0: And and you know what? S- wipe your hands on your pants. Yep. I've done it. I've done it before. I'm be like, you know what? Sorry, and and just blame something weird. Be like, I'm sorry. I was just holding a drink, and my hands all, you know, whatever. Yeah. They know you're lying. It doesn't matter. You know you're lying. Doesn't matter.
1: No reason to lie, no reason to even mention it. Just wipe it on your pants and shake their hand.
0: You can do that. I'm go. a talker. I would have already been explaining it for four and a half hours. I know. I four know. and a half hours. Very important talking time for me. Yeah. So, do you have any <laughs> Do you have any final parting words of wisdom? Of, I do, I do. Go for um,
1: it. At the end of the day or the end of the event, once yes. you've spoken to everyone you need, you've met your goals or as best as you can, you've taken your notes on everything possible, you've left the event... The venue, the game, wherever you are, you've left, your home, make your final notes. Yes. Do your data dump before the end of the day. Yes. A few days later, unless you've arranged something specific, but a few days later, you need to follow up with the people with whom you actually had good, promising conversations. Yes. Following up does not mean sending them a LinkedIn LinkedIn (laughs) invite. Yes. It does not mean sending them a Facebook friend request. It means actually reaching out by phone if you're comfortable with it, if you think you had a good rapport, or at the very least by email, in a short but, you know, consistently detailing who you were, you know, give them a reminder of, of who you were, where you met, and what you had spoken about, because they may not remember you too well. But just make certain that you reach back out to them. Yes. That is the best way to... Build that network
0: and professionally, do that. Especially if you email, because I know the, the default is going to be sending emails. Right. Do send a professional email. Mm-hmm. It'd be like if you're speaking on the phone. No LOLs, no ha-has, no emojis. Right. Capitalize the words that need to be capitalized. Yes. Use punctuation. I mean, it's again, like it's like the please and thank you. It it seems like it's common knowledge, but it's something they can kind of get away from you. Don't right. just pull out your iPhone. Be like. Dear Trevor, thank you so much for meeting me. I was in the awesome pantsuit and I shook hands weird. Thanks for talking to me. Let me know if you have any job interviews. Here's my LinkedIn request. Right. Love, Abby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that won't go too well. That
0: is a terrible plan. Don't do that.
1: And you'll get more comfortable with those as you do them. Just try to remember how was the communication when you were speaking. Yes. Mimic that in your email.
0: And you can really kind of make a template for those. You can. should be like, hi insert name here, you know, it was really great meeting you at, insert the event here. Yep. You know, make sure you fill in all of those so you're not just sending a letter that's just, dear, whom it may concern. Yeah. <laughs> those does seem a little bit, but yeah, just reach out, seem, seem genuine, but again, pull back a little bit without being like, remember I was the one that fell into the cheesecake table, <laughs> <laughs> LOL. So.
1: Yeah. yeah so you want to be genuine. Plan. Being yes. genuine is a lot better. Well, yes. Because not only are you gen- genuinely going to be bettering yourself, but they may think that you could better them. Correct. And there's a good chance that you can offer them something. Even if it's not you, they may be able to reach out and you can provide them something in the future. Correct. So, yeah, it is a two-way street. That was what we were talking about in the first yeah. part of this was, you know, you you may not be able to be helped by everyone, but you can certainly help others. hmm And that's the way the networking meetings go. The networking events have to be a two-way street. So there's nothing wrong with following up with someone, even if you are the person to help them. Yes. So reach out, get over your fears, get over your nerves, get accustomed to it. And it does
0: help for later on when you're doing actual interviews. Oh, yes. Yes. Because you've worked through all of these things and you've done all these rapid fire interviews, sitting down for 45 minutes with a person. Makes us all a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So, certainly. Yes. So, you know, stay tuned future for <laughs> Abby discussing how to interview and me talking more about handshaking and saying please and thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we've covered that. No, yeah. I cannot
0: cover that enough. I uh, cannot cover it enough.
1: So I feel we're most certainly going to need a resume discussion shortly. Yes. Which you're going to need to find some experts on that. I'm
0: going to find someone who works on resumes, someone who's does them professionally because they're different for every field. That's what we talked about. I mean, you and I have talked about obviously off mic, but mm-hmm. they're different for every field. Yes. Like I know my mom told me this is just completely off subject, but my mom told me that I should put my headshot or a picture of me on my resume. Right. Because she knew a girl that did that, but that girl was a hairstylist. <laughs> they, they do that there. It's like, if I yeah. would send mine in to be, to work in an engineering firm with my, my headshot on it. Yeah. I think they'd be well head scratchy. What?
1: They'd be a little confused why you wasted their toner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Hey guys, uh, if you liked this episode, and I know you did, because you listened all the way to this part, you can find us on iTunes or Stitcher and leave a review. I've gotten like 10 new reviews in the last week, which I love everyone that's done that. At some point, someone called me an adult friendly Yoda. And that's probably my favorite thing in the entire world. (laughs) So thank you to that person. And for all of the awesome reviews that you guys have left on iTunes and the couple of people who have reached out to me on Twitter, you guys are the best. Speaking of Twitter at Learn to Adult, if you would like to follow me there, or on Facebook, facebook.com slash LearnToAdult. And if you guys have any questions or follow-up things that you'd like me to cover, you can send me an email, learntoadult at gmail.com. So thank you guys so much. Next week, I'm going to be talking about my favorite slash not favorite topic, spring cleaning. Woohoo! Me telling people how to clean things. It's ironic. If you could see the look on Ty's face right now, you better <laughs> <it. laughs> All right, well, will see you guys next week. Bye.